T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us on what was it, a very emotional ceremony. It was our uh, thank you to the hometown heroes here in Western New York who showed the true courage and the grit that I know is within every New Yorker and the everyday individuals called to go beyond what they ever anticipated when they woke up that morning back in December and showed that they could, through their own love of community and love of neighbors, save lives, make people's Christmas weekend a little bit better, healthier, safer. And so uh, we honored all those who are in uniform, the elected leaders, as well as our partners, all the way up from local snowplow drivers to our emergency personnel, but also it was the ordinary citizens here in West New York that made me extraordinarily proud. I'm joined with uh, Commissioner Jackie Bray too, if there's any questions in particular. So uh, happy to engage. Governor Huckle, uh, this is the first time you've been in Western New York holding a public event since the storm. Um, walk me through what the state's response has been and what is happening behind the scenes to evaluate the state's response? No, it's immediate. You know, we started having conversations uh, in the aftermath, first of all, you know, just talking about our resource deployment, you know, having 7,000 utility crews pre-positioned. Again, just want to set the context. This was a, supposed to be a statewide event. So on Wednesday, we also were not quite sure which part of the state would need the help. I mean, it could have been you know, hurricane level winds in New York City, which we've experienced, or it could be the North Country or the Hudson Valley flooding. So, so you had to watch the weather closely, but we still knew that this was a vulnerable area, that we pre-positioned pre pre most of the utility crews for the state right here in West New York. Also brought in advance uh, the snowplows, getting those pre-positioned. Pre so I think a lot of decisions that were made would just be followed again. You get people there early, just like we did with the storm in November. It was all about getting people there early, shutting down the throughway to large tractor trailers in advance, and then following the county's lead on when to shut down to regular traffic. So, so all that, some of these things you wouldn't change. Others, we have to step back and say, you know, given those extreme circumstances again, could anything have been done differently? And we're actually going to put out an RFP for an independent, uh, someone to take a look at the whole picture, so we can do better. We always can do better in these circumstances, but I pray that we never have that storm of that caliber again, because uh, it was, it was just extraordinary. You know, the ferocity of the wind and the sustained, you know, impassable conditions where you couldn't see your hand in front of your face, as well as what happened to the substation. So a lot of lessons will be taken away, and we'll be happy to share them with the public when that report is done. Governor, we honored here today the people who are the heroes of the storm, and we know that they have worked so hard. But at what point do you hold yourself accountable and say, I could have done this better? Oh, we always do that. I mean, that's everything I do every day. I say, you know, do, could we do better? What could be done better? That's what we're going to be looking at the report, no doubt about it. Now, if it's coming down to pre-positioning people who are supposed to help in the storm, anybody we pre-positioned as far as National Guard earlier than we did, they would have been immobilized. I just want to be very clear about that. They would have been just like the rescuers who had to be rescued elsewhere. And what we were able to do by keeping them close, we could bring them down as soon as it was doable. And they had to bring food to people. They had to help transport 
healthcare workers to the hospital. They took people to dialysis. So they assisted at every level, uh, again, as a reinforcement for the local response, which was, you know, the people living here on the ground were able to do some. But also, I have to point out, we had people as close as the Niagara Falls Air Reserve Station ready to bring down, and the conditions were so extreme that even they had to be rescued. So these are the situations where you bring them in, you put them there, they can't move, they can't help anybody either. So, but those are the questions we're asking ourselves, and we'll continue to do so. <laughs> We need to make sure that we're doing things in a smart way. And again, power goes out uh, regardless. And what we're talking about is positioning ourselves so we can handle the storm events. I mean, these are all effects of climate change. We have the, real, have the reality check. So I know there's criticism of saying that we are going to transition someday to, uh, from fossil fuel generated power, but no one is taking away anyone's gas stove. They're not being shut down. They're going to continue for sale. So there's also a lot of um, hyperbole and uh, exaggeration around what's being proposed, but it also focuses on New York State as part of being a leader to make sure that we can handle these storms in the present, but also averting them in the future. That's what our plan is to make sure that we protect our environment, and there's a lot of smart ways to do that. So we're going to continue on that path, but always step back and make sure we're doing the right thing for New Yorkers. Those dates, the 2025, that seems to be what people are most concerned about. They, they don't have to buy something new at that time. I think there's, again, people are saying... Well, if you build that, a new home, you do. Well, building new homes is what we're looking for, yes, yes. And in 2030, yes. so the deadline should be. Yes, yes. Anybody else have a question? Yeah, I was just looking for what your timeline is on any next steps for the chief judge uh, nomination process, and if you're preparing for any legal battles that might happen. No, as I said before, we're just evaluating all of our options. The vote was just recently in the committee. Uh, so we're looking at all the options, speaking to a lot of experts, and uh, you know, want to make sure that the people in the state of New York know I'm also very focused on their affordability crisis and making sure that we can have an increase in the minimum wage to be tagged with inflation, making sure we're dealing with the crisis in mental health, making sure we're still addressing the housing crisis, making sure we're dealing with crime. So I want New Yorkers to know that are in the broader part of the state that are not talking about this in particular that we're focused on those challenges as well. So I will deal with the judge situation, but also that does not deter me from working nonstop on meeting the needs of New Yorkers. Okay, can, you can you elaborate a little bit? Why is it necessary for the state to now hire an outside firm to take an inside look at what the state did to respond to this? Well, we're doing both. I mean, you asked what we're doing in the short term and long term. In the short term, those questions are already ongoing. That's happening right now. That happens automatically. It's called an after-action report after every incident. Whether it was the you know, Hurricane Ida down in New York City, I was governor a week, and we started right away to look at our response. We always do that. That's part of government. But also, there'll be questions. People say, could, then they'll say, well, maybe you should have had an independent auditor look at it, someone independent. So we're doing both. We're doing both so we can answer the questions and always be ready for the next storm. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.